You are listening to episode 90 of Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond podcast. Stay tuned to today's episode because we are going to be going deep dive. And when I say we, I mean me into the exit strategy itself. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm your host, Debbie Tauber, creator of the Exit Methodology, advocate for living your best and most intentional life, and alcohol freedom coach. This podcast is for you if you have big dreams and aspirations, but you've begun to notice that just maybe your current drinking patterns are getting in the way. Inside the podcast, we'll dive into a modern day approach that can help you move away from shame and blame when it comes to what you're drinking and finally take the driver's seat of your life again. It's time to exit the drinky life. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the podcast. I am here in my home office enjoying and savoring and taking in the beautiful Florida day. I have the windows open today. I am, and I know my hunches, many of you as you're listening to this, wish that at this time of year, you could have your windows open, right? So the windows are open. The cool breeze is coming in. The butterflies are flying around the butterfly garden on the trees and there are more and more butterflies showing up out there each and every day. So I love that I am so blessed that I get to be in this space and in this room and allow myself to experience this and savor it and take it in. And so as I am doing this for you, the episode that I want to create today and the idea that came to me from the episode to do it in this fashion is from a session that I'm having and continue to have with my own coach and opening up my mind around trying out different words. And so what I want to bring to you today is the exit strategy. And I know in other episodes, I have shared what exit actually stands for, right? And so what I want to do today on this episode is bring in the strategic part of it and really introduce you to the fact that it is a strategy and the exit and beyond part of this and really the words exit and what I utilize in how I see exit and why I came up with exit and what it actually means to me and the story behind it is going to help you to understand how to utilize this as a strategy. So a strategy for you to exit this cycle of drinking, over drinking, shame and regret. Because when we don't have a strategy, that's when we kind of flounder around and stay stuck in this cycle. However, when we do have a strategy and we follow a strategy and allow ourselves to follow a strategy, then we have a way of unblocking our exit. And so that's what this is, a strategy. And I'm utilizing the term exit to help you with the strategy and to help you remember it so it is easier for our brains to also remember what pieces to bring in. And so, and the reason I want to do this is because while I was in my seven year process 
literally stuck for the seven years in that cognitive dissonant space, that space of knowing consciously I wanted to make this change, yet on a other other level, this conflict, this internal conflict I had, I couldn't figure out how to make the change happen. Right? I, kept, I had this horrible, deep love-hate relationship that I had between with my own self and with alcohol itself, right? That, that literally love-hate relationship I had with this liquid substance, which is basically the substance that's the same thing we put in our car, ethanol. That's what alcohol is made out of, right? But I'm having this love-hate relationship with it. And I was tired of obsessing about it and worrying about what I'd said, what I'd done, tired of feeling deprived when I tried to drink less or stop drinking altogether. I was also very, very tired of beating myself up, especially at 3 a.m. when I'd wake up and realize that yet again, I had done the same thing to myself. And so it wasn't really until I was able to figure out the connection between my over drinking and my brain. And the exit strategy that I'm going to give you today is going to help you work with your brain instead of working against your brain. And that is going to be what is going to help you make some headway. And that is now how I help and support my clients in the private coaching that I do and also as well as inside the Freedom Workshop. And so it's going to allow you to ease up on that beating yourself up concept and open yourself up to unblocking your exit. Because when you're stuck in that cycle of blaming and shaming and beating yourself up, you're unable to even have the brain space to see and to figure out how could I do this? What else could I do instead? Because you're, and you're literally blocking your own exit. So the first part of this exit strategy, and remember, that it's a strategy and it will work as you take each individual piece of the strategy and slow down, like I talked about in a previous episode, slow down to speed up, to allow yourself to implement the strategies. One baby step and another, like I brought that up in another, that's in the same one around all of my, my three things I learned, right? And the power of tiny in 2021 and allowing yourself to slow down and speed up and implement the power of tiny in there, right? And so the first phase of the strategy, and it's really not even a phase, it's a part of the strategy that you're going to bring into throughout your entire exit. So the first part, the one step of the strategy is to examine, explore, and experiment. That is where the E comes in from exit. So if you can remember E exit is it's spelled E X I T, right? And so there are six steps in the strategy. However, the order in which you do the step is far less important than remembering the steps and allowing yourself to apply the strategy, allowing yourself to slow down and figure out what baby exit habits can I put into my life? that will allow me to make the baby step, tiny step impact in my life as I'm slowing down to speed up to figure this out, right? So the first step is to take your focus off of stopping 
stopping the action of consuming the alcohol, let that focus go and put the focus on to examining your beliefs about alcohol. And remember the belief, the previous episode I did here, and the power of our belief, and how think about that particular episode, and you can even take it and save it, right? So that between that episode, taking it and saving it, and this episode, taking it and saving it inside your app, and letting yourself play them and take some action steps and figure out what piece am I going to put in my life and between these two episodes, you will be able to exit this cycle, utilizing these two episodes in this fashion, along with the three episodes I did around self-confidence and really how self-confidence is in there. So your first step in is examining your beliefs about alcohol. What is it you believe a drink is going to solve? Why are you turning to the alcohol in the first place? What is it that you're wanting from that alcohol, right? Then the next piece, which is explore, right? So the E literally stands for examine, explore, experiment, right? So the explore part of this is you're going to explore those beliefs for their truth. Is alcohol really helping, right? Is alcohol really solving for you what you think it's solving? At the moment in time when you're having that particular drink and you're wanting it to solve it, questioning after the fact, is this actually solving it, right? And understanding why am I turning to this? What do I believe it's going to help me with, right? And so really exploring those beliefs for their truth. And this isn't about exploring them from the space of judging it. It's exploring them from the space of curiosity and just becoming scientific-like, detective-like, and very curious around that for yourself. And then experiment with other ways to, because most of the time, most people, they believe that alcohol, so they're wanting alcohol to help them relax in some way, or they're wanting them to help them socialize or have fun, or connect with friends and family, right? So those are the four main things in some way, shape, or form that people are coming up with, and that most of the answers that I receive inside workshops and doing coaching, they're tied to that in some way, shape, or form, right? So to now start experimenting with other ways to relax, other ways to socialize, other ways to have fun, and other ways to connect with people. All right, so then that is, so then the ex, examine, explore, and experiment for the E. So allowing yourself to slow down and bring those into your life, that part of the strategy, you can pick that one. If that one is the one that right now feels the most comfortable for you, right? And change will begin to happen for you. The other part is for the X. So the X part of the strategy is to X out the beliefs that are actually keeping you stuck is to take an honest look at your beliefs. How does the belief cause you to behave? Is this how you want to continue to behave? And then ask yourself, is it time to X out the beliefs that are keeping me stuck in this cycle? Right? Am I willing to X out those beliefs? Am I willing to try on a different belief? And if you want support and help around that, This is where I encourage you to take advantage of starting the conversation with me because any of the conversations I have with you, I am always 
going to support you and help you to utilize this strategy in those conversations that we set up and when I do have the conversation. So as you're listening and you're hearing some of these things and you realize, okay, that makes total sense, yet I'm unable to figure out how to do this by myself, I want to encourage you to reach out and um, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com and start the conversation. Click on the get started and start the conversation with me. And so the other thing that you want to X out is how would you behave without the belief, right? So this is, again, bringing in your curiosity, your detective hat, right? And asking yourself these questions. And what would you do if the complete opposite was true? And those are going to be some of the ways in which you're going to be able to get yourself to X out the beliefs that are keeping you stuck. Also, some of the things that you're going to want to X out are the things you're doing in your life, taking an honest look at it, that are making it easy for you to do this habit and making it harder for you to not do it, right? So you you need to be honest with yourself and you need to be upfront with yourself. And what kind of actions and behaviors am I doing that are making it easy for me to continue to follow through with this habit that I don't want to follow through with? And with this action and this behavior and what's making it hard, right? And so literally letting yourself X out some of those things too. Are the ripple effects of your current relationship with alcohol taking more from your life than you'd like? What's your plan for getting the support you need to stop the negative impact? And more importantly, Is the plan based around a modern-day approach to behavior changes? My programs are based upon current research instead of concepts created in 1935. As your intentional living and alcohol freedom coach, I offer you modern-day tools to help you transform your relationship with alcohol without labels, judgment, or making a forever decision. In my programs, you decide where, when, and how much alcohol fits into the life you want to live. Private coaching allows you the space and freedom to be your unique self while taking ownership of your choices. Ready to start the conversation around private coaching? Head over to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash breakthrough. That's jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash Breakthrough, all as one word. Breakthrough as one word, no spaces. The third part of the exit strategy. And again, remember, these are parts and they're interchangeable. And you can utilize them and work on them in any kind of order you would like. Right. So the third one is ignite curiosity. Right. And so we're accustomed to thinking that our only choice is, yes, I go have the drink or no, I must resist the drink. And when you allow yourself to ignite curiosity, you're allowing yourself for the third option. The letting yourself become curious about the emotions that you're feeling in your body, right? Letting yourself become curious about what am I wanting from this drink? Right, letting yourself become curious about what am I believing about this drink, 
right? Where is it? And that allows you to really move out of your head and move into your body. And in order for you to exit the drinking life, you must learn to experience your emotions. And emotion is what is happening after two neurons wire and fire together and the chemicals cascade and are released into the body. That's literally what's happening when you experience an emotion. And the emotion is coming from a thought. Right? And so, but physically in the body, what's literally happening is that the neurons, two of them are firing and wiring together and chemical are cascading and then they're released into the body. And that's causing a sensation into your body. And so by moving out of your head and into your body, you can learn to experience your emotions and really let yourself ignite some curiosity around that, right? And so this is the piece where also the igniting curiosity allows you to move out of judging yourself mode and becoming very curious. And the other thing that you can start to let yourself become curious about is the science behind what is alcohol really, right? Because alcohol really is ethanol. And ethanol is the same thing that you put into your car. And so alcohol that you're consuming in your body has been chemically altered in a way to allow you to consume it in the human body. Yet it is still poisonous in some fashion to the human body. That is why you have hangovers. And that is why you sometimes get sick is because it's your body trying to save you. Right? So really letting yourself become an ignite curiosity around the truth of what is actually alcohol, right? And so is this something that I want to keep putting in my body, simply knowing that fact about it? And the best way for you to uncover what that is, is to get the book, This Naked Mind. That book will tell you all about the science around the alcohol. You can also look on the internet, right? What's the science behind alcohol? What is alcohol really that I'm putting into my body? Let yourself ignite some curiosity around that. And just that information might be enough to help you move into taking some different actions, help you move into making it harder for you to do this action, right? And easier for you to not do it. So really letting yourself ignite some curiosity around what are you feeling, feeling your feelings and getting curious around what is alcohol really? What is this substance that I'm putting in my body? What does science say about it? What does science say that it does to my body? So opening yourself up to that. And so that is the third in the exit strategy is igniting curiosity. And then the fourth one is to trust yourself to figure things out. Really trusting yourself to figure things out because you aren't broken. And yes, it makes total sense that we would feel like we are broken when we are, uh, quote unquote, not normal, right? We're thinking and believing. Again, that's a belief and it's just a thought and we don't have to keep it. But we are conditioned to think and believe that there's normal drinking and not normal drinking, right? And so I want you to know that you're not broken. It isn't a you problem. It's an approach problem. When you change your approach, things will change for you. Right. And also, the truth is, it's not your fault. Alcohol is an addictive substance to the body. So, anybody 
could become in the same space and state in which you're in. Anybody could find themselves drinking when they don't want to be. Anybody could find themselves in this drink over drink cycle. And then the shame part is really tied into us thinking if we're not perfect, we're somehow broken and flawed. We got to get this right the first time. And then also thinking that there is normal, not normal. So there's a lot tied into this around why we think we're broken in some way, along with the old, old science from 1935 and old, old methodology that is the most known from 1935, having us believe that we are somehow an aholic, right? Where that we're flawed and defected in some way. That being brought into us too is literally something that you want to examine and X out if it doesn't seem to feel true for you, right? And ignite your curiosity around that too. So the key is trusting yourself, having grace for yourself, knowing this is a process, understanding that maybe going back when you said you weren't going to is part of it. And it's not a flaw. It's you in the process of figuring out how to change what it is you're drinking. Because we allow people to figure things out when it comes to other areas. So if you can open up to trust yourself that I'm figuring this out, I am not broken and that I can figure out how to untangle this habit that I've developed around alcohol. It's simply me having developed the desire to use alcohol to cope with my life. And I, because I'm the one that developed it, I'm also the one that can undevelop it, so to speak, right? I'm also the one because it's my thinking that got me tangled up here, along with the fact that this is an addictive substance to the human body. And it's my ability to open up and ignite my curiosity and explore with new ideas and experiment with new things. That is what is going to allow me to trust myself to figure things out, right? And so really opening yourself up to that is going to help you in the big, big part of the exit strategy. Now, I did say that there are six. Now, the word exit does only have four letters in it, right? And so those are the main ones that actually in exit and how I came up with them and what they actually mean. The other thing that you really want to do, though, is to move your body, is to bring in movement into your body because stress is a big reason that people turn to alcohol. And the truth is, because of what alcohol does in our bodies, It's actually increasing the stress hormone. And so simple things like taking a brisk rock or doing a couple of push-ups or even some chair squats at your desk, right? And finding a way to move your body. And it doesn't have to be a big exercise movement thing, but finding a way to move your body even throughout your day at your desk, like standing up instead and dancing around and jiggling around a little bit even allowing yourself or taking yourself on a walk at work, you know, people do get smoke breaks, right? So even if you, so even though you don't smoke, you can still take yourself on a personal walk break, allow yourself that gift, right? Let yourself walk around the hallways, or if you're working from home, go outside and walk a little bit around, walk around your own house or walk up your own street or walk up to your mailbox to get into the sunshine, right? Or if you're in a um, complex, it's up, you know, it's not a house, it's several floors, 
maybe walk down the stairs instead, right? So open up, really, again, ignite your curiosity around how could I implement moving my body a little bit more throughout my day. And that's going to help with some of this relieving and the tension buildup isn't always there from the stress of the day. And then the sixth part is to help your brain to chill out. So starting your day off well-rested is the best way to help your brain to chill out. Sleep is critical to our mental and our physical well-being. And I get it that the alcohol does interrupt our sleep, and it's really what happens, right? And many people believe, though, that alcohol is helping them sleep, when the truth is that alcohol is is what's disrupting your sleep. It's waking you up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning because of the combat, the thing that comes in that the, what the brain has to do to release this chemical called dynorphin, which is really an upper, so to speak, and it's a stimulant. And so it causes a lot of ad- adrenaline and cortisol to be taking place. And it's trying to bring you back to homeostasis. And that's why it's released into the body. And that's literally the part you may pass out from the alcohol. But as that being the dynorphin is being released into your body, that is the part that's waking you off. And so as it's wearing off and the stimulant, what you're actually left is with that overstimulation from the dynorphin. And that's what's waking you up at three o'clock in the morning right? and the, or the four or five hours later and making you really wide awake in the middle of the night. Right. So instead of relying on alcohol for sleep, you can brainstorm a list of ideas that will allow you to have some ways to come down, so to speak, from your day. Right. You could experiment with different things like meditation, tapping. There's an app from the tapping solution. You could experiment with journaling, stretching, soaking your feet in warm water, herbal tea or some kind of a spiritual practice. Right. So what is something you can do to help you unwind from your day and to chill out? And so those are the six pieces of the exit strategy. And I invite you and encourage you to pick one. Simply pick one to focus on. If you want support around that, then go over, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com and press on the get started button. Book a time to have a conversation with me. And we will find some way to support you in putting this exit strategy into your life. Have a great, awesome day and enjoy yourself. And I will be back again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I hope this episode has helped you move away from drinking shame and blame and instead into confidence and full belief that the life you desire is within your reach. You are not alone. I have been exactly where you are right now. If you have enjoyed this episode, please take a second to hit the follow button so you never miss a future episode. And leave a review to help me reach more listeners just like you looking to break away from the toxic cycle of drinking and discover a healthier approach that leads to a life full of abundance and happiness. If you want to take what you've learned here to the next level, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com for more resources and tools. See you back here on the next episode.